Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Uh, Until the Gold Club opens. Make it rain. Vinny and Haiti. The fan. Smith, ball knocked out of his hands. Strip sack. It's Van Noy making back-to-back plays. Second and five. We'll keep an eye on it. As Mitchell breaks it. There's that speed. Mitchell to the end zone. And a touchdown. I mean, here's he's, he's a football family kid. He's a he's a he's a player's son. And he's got a he's got an amazing family. And they and he's been raised the right way. He's humble. He works hard. He knows how hard it is. Doesn't take anything for granted. You know, that's that's what you expect of a player like that. A veteran player who's done it before. And then to get the touchdown pass, another a great throw. I think Snoop threw that one, right? Touchdown pass, and it was a great call by Todd. First, it starts with the standard. And then secondly, as a group, all 11 of us and some that aren't starters, buying into that standard and trying to elevate each other. I want to say we're far off over close. You know, we just need to keep doing what we're doing, keep stacking and keep getting better each and every week. Lamar Jackson, quarterback for the Baltimore Ravens. That was yesterday post-game as the Ravens spank, annihilate, thump. Think of a word that means clobbering. The Seattle Seahawks, 37-3. Second time in three weeks at home. They have made short work of a division leader from the NFC. Seattle, of course, still in first place, actually, in the NFC West. By the way, as is Detroit in the NFC North. But it is what it is. They came here and got handled. And it was mismatched city, maybe not as early as it was against Detroit, where that thing was pretty much, the the Lions had no idea what was happening to them before they had a chance to breathe. This one kind of took a little while to percolate. But in the end, Ravens got it done. And Lamar said, keep stacking them. Because you look at the AFC. Cincinnati's won four in a row all of a sudden, winning last night against Buffalo. I don't know what the Bills' problem is. We'll talk about it as the show rolls on. Kansas City beat Miami. Miami can't beat teams with winning records, apparently. And Kansas City right now is a team that's being carried by their defense more than the big play offense we've seen. And Mahomes did throw two touchdown passes. Point is, Ravens are very much in the mix here. In the AFC, and given the fact that outside of Philadelphia, where's the power in the NFC? If you're competing in the AFC, this is like 70s, where it was like the Steelers, Raiders, Dolphins, even the Colts in the mid-70s. They were so good. The best team in the NFC was basically a sacrificial lamb in the Super Bowl. We're kind of starting to see that yet again right now. And Lamar's just like, all right. He's not getting carried away with things, but I guess deep down inside, got to be satisfied. Seven and two. I mean, 
Now, you can look back, it should have beat Indy, should have beat Pittsburgh. We can revisit that if you want, but reality is they're in first place in what is now the toughest division in football. Because yeah. if, if the playoffs started today, Bob, all four are in. You know, and the thing that you got to like about the Ravens is balance. Right now, um, as of today, not counting the games tonight, but they're sixth in offense, second in defense. I don't think there's a team in a league that can say that they have that balance. You know, like three weeks ago, we were saying, you know, the Niners, that's what they had. You know, and then the Niners now since got some injuries and then, you know, lost three in a row. And whereas, knock on wood, Ravens had a lot of injuries at the beginning of the year, and they're getting guys back healthy. So that was a an extremely dominant performance. I thought, other than the deep balls, Lamar played a phenomenal game. Other than, what was it, three deep balls, and all three were bad. You know, I mean, to they Bateman. weren't even close yeah. to Bateman because Bateman had them beat, you know, so he'd have had a touchdown. Um, but other than that, Lamar played a hell of a game. And the offense played a hell of a game. I mean, you rushed for 295 yards. That's pretty special. And then, you know, Gus Bus played great. Keaton Mitchell was, you know, I mean, I mean, a lot of people have, that's the first time they've seen him. And we talked to him a lot about him at training camp and stuff. And and uh, now everybody, the, the listeners, you got a chance to see him. Uh, and I'm going to send out some praise to Doug Farrar. By the way, we should probably get him this week. Because he mentioned Keaton Mitchell specifically after the draft. We're going back to like April, early May. Yeah, yeah. He said, you guys got a steal with Keaton Mitchell out of East Carolina, who I had never heard of before. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I never either. heard of this dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. And here he is now looking like a guy who may be the most explosive, like, point A to point B running back the Ravens have ever had. With all due respect to some of the fast. I mean, Ray Rice had some bursts to him. Uh, Priest Holmes, I guess, but I guess he didn't have the pre-knee injury at Texas first. But who's the guy as fast as Keaton Mitchell is running the football for the rape? Four three seven, Bob. I mean, that's some blazing stuff. Yeah. His, his dad was Anthony Mitchell, still is, who had the big guy uh, a block field goal return touchdown against the Titans in the playoffs back in two thousand. But and I was thinking about this, Vinny. Usually, when I think nothing happens, but you mentioned the Ravens rushing for two ninety eight. Keaton Mitchell, Gus Edwards, what do they both have in common? Undrafted, Undrafted free agent running back. Yep. I mean, and that's maybe why running backs have become devalued in the big picture, getting your loot uh, scenarios of the NFL. But Ravens went out there and housed Seattle. We did the stat. You did the stats on Friday. I mean, they weren't great in any particular area. They weren't bad. Right. I mean, they're one of the better sack teams in the NFL, but right. that wasn't really an issue yesterday either. No, no. The only Mafe was giving Ronnie Stanley problems, you know, which was kind of surprising to me, but thank God, you know, Lamar can run, you know, because he outran him on the one and then the one, you know, he did give up the fumble, but um, otherwise, otherwise the off, I thought the offensive line, you know, in the run game took a little bit. It was like, it was like a boxing match, Bob, you know I mean? In the first quarter. They were feeling each other out. They're probing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden in the second, third quarter, oh, my God. You know, and I think Geno Smith was totally confused by Mike McDonald's defense. I don't I don't think he knew who was coming because there was guys running free. And I, I thought the defense, they did a, a phenomenal job. I mean, 
Bob, I mean, when you give up 89 yards at the half and then you give up a total of 150, you know, for the game, that's pretty domination for that defense. I mean, you know, the week before, what did we say? That first series against Arizona, Bob, five missed tackles. They went right down the field, got a touchdown. This game, I, I can't remember a missed tackle. I thought they, they played fast, played explosive, played strong, you know, thought Clowney played good against the run. Yep. You know, they, they, they did a hell of a job. They they were physical at the point of attack in the run game. That was it was it was good by both sides. And special teams were good. Duvernay had a nice for punt return. So I I thought it was a complete domination. And I was a little bit worried about uh, Kenneth Walker the yeah, third. No doubt. But you know, after a certain point in the game, you forgot he was even playing. His best play, Bob, was when it got called back for holding. The best run, we bounced it outside to the left. Right. But Although, otherwise, did nothing. Made a great catch. You know, they got two yards on. Right. <laughs> you know, but Geno Stone, how about the, the reason Geno Stone got that interception, Bob, was because um, Geno Smith was confused by the coverage. He thought it was man coverage, and he thought he was he was taking a shot deep. When, no, they were playing cover two, and Geno Stone was just sitting back there and picked it off. Could have had another one. Probably if he was another inch or two taller, would have had the one in the end zone, too. And we had a caller, a couple of texters last week, say Geno to Geno is going to be a key yeah. for the game, and it certainly was for the Ravens. So Baltimore now 7-2 and two on the year. They've got Cleveland coming to town next week. Cleveland won yesterday against Arizona. Deshaun Watson, a couple of touchdown passes. We'll get to that. If you want to join us, you can. It's a victory Monday. Four in a row, by the way, for the Ravens. Yep. 410-583-1057 is the number. If I sound different today, I'm going to get this out of the way. I forgot my teeth. And for those of you who may not know, I wear dentures because I had a cyst in my face like 12 years ago. I had to get surgery and lost all my teeth because it was, you know, infected, et cetera, et cetera. But I'm getting a new refrigerator or we're getting a new refrigerator delivered today. So I got up at five, do show prep like I normally do. Then I started cleaning out stuff, forgot my bag. So I had to run back home and then I forgot to put my teeth in. So if I'm lisping a little more than normal, are more incoherent than normal. I apologize. Things will be back to normal on Turn It Up Tuesday. So there you go. That's been addressed. Maryland, Saturday. Jesus. Ah. Ooh. I picked the Terps, by the way. That was definitely some, uh, I don't know, yellow, red, white, black Kool-Aid. Those are uniforms I didn't like. I'm I hated gonna, them. I'm just going to throw that out there. I thought they were now. The helmets were cool. Yellow jerseys, no. Yeah. Not happening. But Penn State just got old Maryland. And, you know, it was competitive in the first half. Yep. Second half, Penn State just pulled away. Probably kind of rubbed a little uh, dirt on it in the end as they win 51-15. Maryland finishes a deplorable, keep in mind, sacks are part of the equation. Minus 49. Running the football. Minus 49 running the football against Penn State. Maryland, as we talked about when they were 5-0, and Vinny, had one of the worst offensive lines in the Big Ten. Yep. Penn State has one of the best defensive lines in the country. Yep. That was a mismatch from the jump. Leah Tonga Viola running for his life. He did make a couple of plays. But for Maryland, look at maybe bigger picture things. And it was sold out, and there were actually Maryland fans there. Yeah. But they've lost four in a row. You got Nebraska in Lincoln Saturday on Peacock. If you're looking to watch it, you can hear it on the fan. We're the flagship home 
of the Turtles. Maryland is favored. I guess the odds makers haven't watched Maryland the last four weeks there. I mean, they, they lost to Northwestern last week, gave up 33 points. Northwestern scored seven this week against Iowa. But anyway, Maryland is in a position now where they might. I called it after the Northwest. Yes, I said, if they, knew the, they lose to Northwestern, they're not winning another game. Yep. Where they might not even be bowl eligible. But there's so many bowl games, and there's a conference affiliation that even at five and seven, they might eke into something. But let's be honest: when you start five and zero, oh, you're ranked number twenty six, as they were heading to Ohio State, and to not win another game, I would like respectfully decline the invitation. But you don't want to do that to the kids because that's an experience for them. But holy mackerel! And you need to practice time. Uh, Bob, the, if they lose out, <clears throat> which I'm with you, I think going to Nebraska is not going to be easy. No. Although Nebraska lost at Michigan State, but right. Nebraska is going to like, hey, we can go to a bowl. They're trying to get yeah. bowl eligible too. So, And they're trying to build. That's the thing that's disappointing about you know the Terps is you, you always start out 5-0, and oh, but then you get worse. That's not... That's, you know, where does coaching and development and all that come in? You're going the opposite direction. At least Nebraska, they got the crap beat out of them early, you know, and now they're inching up. They're getting better. They're getting better. And you can kind of see what they're trying to do and accomplish. Where the Terps, you can't. So, I mean, that that is – and, Bob, if they lose out, all right, how many guys are going to leave in a portal? How many guys are going to jump ship? Screw right. this. You know, I'll go somewhere else. I mean, they're already losing commits, and yeah. it's not like their recruiting class was lighting it up to begin with. But, boy, they really need to address the offensive line some way, somehow. But Penn State comes down here. They trounce Maryland. It was an embarrassing loss for sure. I mean, the score pretty much said how that game was for most of the afternoon at uh, CQ Stadium. College basketball starts tonight. Maryland starts tomorrow against Mount St. Mary's. You got gold glock. Orioles got shut out in the gold glove run. But, you know, he got three finals. That's all that matters. Not really. You want to win the award. Jonah Heim, he wins. Catcher beats out yep. Rutschman. You had a Quan, Rutschman's teammate at Oregon State, wins his second straight and left field. Lowe won it, right? Nolan at first base for uh, the Rangers? I believe so, Yeah, yes. beating out the old Mountie there. So, Orioles 0 for 3 in the gold glove of voting when it was all said and done. But still... Hopes are high for the birds of Baltimore. Baseball is over. The offseason now begins, but that's one of the first uh, phases of it. The postseason awards being handed out. You want to get in, you can. Ravens are 7-2. Maryland's 5-4. and four. Uh, One's trending upwards. Another one's trending towards not even a mayonnaise bowl. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. At this date. Their experience in sports varies. Of course, uh, Vinny's got uh, experience in the NFL, and I sucked at uh, electric football. Vinny and Haney. 105.7 Fan. Saying the uh, O-line was just giving us the holes that we needed and the opportunities and um, when I came in, I just took advantage of what the offensive line was giving me, and things happened. Keaton Mitchell. Well, the offensive line gave you 138 yards, 15.3 per carry. First career touchdown, that 60-yard run where he was breaking tackles and cutting back across the gray, nine carries. So we've been intrigued by his potential. Yep. Had the shoulder injury, which kind of kept him out of a – action for a while. I mean, Justice Hill and Gus Edwards have earned their carries for sure. But now I guess if you're uh, Todd Munkin, you have a nice little dilemma here with your running back room. Well, you have more options, you know, and and you got a new kind of weapon. I mean, because Bob, every time I was out at training camp, I said, you know, I like Gus and I like Justice Hill, but when he touches the ball, it's a different speed, different explosiveness. I mean, he outruns angles you know, during training camp and stuff. And I think got a chance to see it, you know, yesterday. I mean, like when he left everybody for the touchdown, you know, and to me, you know, because I never saw him with physical contact, you know, because they didn't tackle out of training camp, but the strength in the lower body, I mean, he ran through arm tackles and stuff, you know, I, I was, I was impressed with him. I thought he played big, you know, and, and can they keep him healthy? You know, because he's missed, what, five, five, six games? Bob, what was the – did he – his first play, not this game, but the one when he played, was it a screen pass? Was yeah. it a jet sweep? It was the the end around, the sweep. Yeah. yeah. Then he hurt his hammy or the yes. shoulder that day, right? And that was the Lions game. Right. And remember, we were disappointed because with it right. being a blowout, he could have got a lot of run in the fourth quarter. Right. So, because what they were saying on TV, that was his first – carry but it wasn't because the no they they uh shovel past it didn't they maybe it was a technicality yeah yeah, yeah. okay but uh norm i mean were you shocked i mean because you hadn't been to training camp were you shocked at how fast keaton mitchell was i was telling uh well watch the first half with tim yesterday down at the casino and the one play i name of uh the seahawks lineman is escaping me but he blew up the play i mean he was in the backfield right away and Mitchell just danced right around him, sidestepped him. It was a third and short play, I believe. So for him to even get a the yard for the first down there was impressive. And he took it another five or six. I mean, I don't think the Seahawks knew how fast he was. I don't think and the Seahawks was, probably knew who he was. Right. Well, he was getting up on him in a hurry. Speedy at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. Let's get out to the phones. Let's go to Darren in D.C. Darren, what's happening? 
Hey, what's going on, Bobby? How you doing, hey, bro? Uh, just to give you a heads up, uh, Jamal Lewis is going to be calling you in a few minutes. Um, if you remember the 2003 season that, you know, he ran for 2,000 yards, he, he was pulling away from guys. And this is a big man, 5'11", 250. Right. I've never seen anything like that, sort of, uh, you know, an Earl Campbell, what have you. And then, of course, in current times, King Henry. But um, I'll say this for the Ravens, just kind of skipping ahead. And, Benny, I'm sorry I didn't say good morning to you. Um, I, I'll say this with the Ravens, that the way I see it, the season is playing out perfectly. Every week, they've got a challenge. You know, you know, with Arizona last week, and it was like, oh, they'll do whatever. And I watched them. I said, it's going to be a tough game because Josh Dobbs, as you saw yesterday, is a player. He, he's ugly with how he plays, but you know what? He's a player. And at the end of the day, you know, the Ravens escaped it. But every week, I mean, it's the Browns, and on a short week, Cincinnati and the Chargers and so on and so forth. They're going to be, by the time they get to the playoffs, barring injury, this is going to be, it's going to be pretty routine. They're not going to be scared of anything. And I think if it was great that uh, Odell Beckham got a touchdown or Mm -hmm. caught a touchdown pass because he was really pressing. I mean, the emotions were starting to bubble over. and, And what I think people don't understand is, He's trying to show that he can still play. He knows he's not going to be on the Ravens next year. And if he doesn't put up any numbers, it, this could be it. Um, but all that said, I like what I see. Of course, the national media, the whole Joe Burrow is God thing is started all over again. But the best quarterback in this league right now is C.J. Stroud. Vinny, Oof. look at the tape on this kid. Oh, I watched some of that game uh, oh yesterday. He, and then how he brought him back, you know, that was amazing. How Carolina missed it, I, I, I don't understand. Just from a sheer physicality standpoint, he's a much mm. bigger man yep. than, than Bryce Young. But Bryce Young threw three picks, two pick sixes. Yeah. <laughs> two pick sixes, yep. Just, and he locks on to his receivers. C.J. Stroud, I'm telling you, Houston, along being led by DeMarco Ryans, D'Amico Ryans, excuse me, they're going to be a problem this mm. time next year, a real problem. One final thing before I go, it's actually two really quick. Vinny, put on your GM hat right now. You're having conversations with Bashadi and, you know, I guess to a degree, um, Ozzy. What are you doing with, with Matabike? I mean, you've got to offer him something right now, don't you? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you can offer all you want. But if I'm Matabike's agent, I'm waiting. I got seven and a half sacks. I'm, I'm the number one defensive lineman in sacks. I got seven and a half sacks in eight games. You know, I mean, I'm, wait- I'm not signing anything. And not only is he putting up traditional stats, Vinny, he's grading out well in the nerd stats mm-hmm. as well. And by the way, Darren, Houston might be a problem this year. They're four and four. Yep. I mean, they're clanking around, and, you know, Stroud has been incredible. I felt bad for Mayfield because they score, what, 45 yeah. seconds left or whatever it is, and then Stroud just marches them down the field and Tank Dell getting in there. But, yeah, I think Houston's going to be They go someone, to Cincy this week. Yeah, they can make people sweat before this season is over. No it's and Haney, 105.7 The Fed. We have time for another call. Nolan, you make the call. We got time for one more. Let's go to Ed Narbutus. Ed, what's happening? Victory Monday. Yes, sir. Bob Vinny, always enjoy the football breakdowns, gentlemen. Thank you. Uh, um, Ravens, three-phase, impressive, no-doubt victory. Team defense. Well-disguised, chaotic discipline in their spacing assignments. The D-line was dominant. Up front, Igniters, Justin Matabuke, 
Clowney, Van Noy, Oway, Pierce, and all other rotation help clearly controlling the line of scrimmage. Second layer, Roquan, Hamilton, Queen, anywhere and everywhere. Queen had an exceptional game yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, secondary man, Geno, Geno Stone, thud, thud hitter with great ball awareness, anticipation, two-handed sure to pick the football clean. All Raven defenders stay on their feet to stay in the play. I'm seeing it every game. Offensive running attack, tremendous. All ball carriers running through first contact, heading north only with a nose for the goal line. Edwards and welcome to dish and speed burst, Keaton Mitchell. Positive yardage every carry. O-line, steady contact engagement every play to free the backs. Mark Andrews, clutch, and front jersey number available to his quarterback each game. Like the can-do fire-up attitude OBJ brings to the O-Huddle, he's going to be a second-half factor for the season's over. Tucker Stout, both reliably accurate. Stout flipping the field when it was necessary early when the yep. game was close. Tucker with 13 valued tackle on points. Raven phase coordinator coaches equally match up astute to all opposition that we're going to face. Lamar Jackson, he remains the ultimate NFL winning warrior. Last thing, I really like this nonstop hustle and football savvy intellect of this football team. Gentlemen, have a good day, and I thank you for your courtesy. All right, Ed, nice yeah. breakdown as usual. And he brought up Stout. I mean, we usually forget to bring up the punter there, but that particular boom, what, 66 yards and net yards in favor of Baltimore after that yeah. thing? 66 was his long, yeah. Net net was 47-5 for the day. Yeah. That's that's awesome. You know, and, and net is, you know, the, the punt was 66, and then the net, you know, is included in the return yard. So what do they net? On the mm-hmm. punt. So it's 47-5 is awesome. It's video at Haiti, 105.7 The Fan. You want to get in, you can at 410 105.5-7. Ravens won four in a row. They're 7-2 and two on the year. 37-3. They dismantle the Seahawks. Now, Cleveland looms next week here in Baltimore. Obviously, we, all, we have all week to break that down. Cleveland beat Arizona. Hey, the division undefeated over the week. Going back to Thursday, yeah. Pittsburgh against Tennessee. Talk about that more. Maryland. They've lost four in a row, and probably the worst of them all happened last Saturday. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Sports on demand. On demand. 105.7 The Fan. Haiti, 105.7 The Fan here on this Victory Monday. Ravens, very impressive understatement. 37-3 over the Seattle Seahawks doing some damage. Cordell Woodland will be joining us 11 o'clock. Talk to him about yesterday's demolition of another first place team. But now you're back into it. Division foes coming up Sunday against the Cleveland Browns, who do have Deshaun Watson back in the lineup and was throwing the ball with some pace yesterday. Granted, it was against Arizona, and we'll see what they have in store for the Ravens coming up next Sunday. But Cordell joining us. Terps get hammered by Penn State. It was ugly. It was brutal. Minus 49 rushing yards for the day. Just not, I mean, I don't need to explain it to you. If you watch the game, you saw it. Penn State looked like a team that was cocky, confident, ready to rock and roll. Maryland looked like a team that was trying not to screw up. And when they did screw up, they were made to pay. And then in the second half, Penn State just kind of uh, piled on a little bit, shall we say. College basketball starts tonight. A lot of local teams in action. Maryland starts tomorrow against Mount St. Mary's. Expectations rather high. Year two for Kevin Willard. Let's get out to the phones. It's Vinny at Haiti, Nolan McGraw, Victory Monday. Ravens are 7-2. They win by 34 points yesterday. Is there something you want to complain about? Well, listen. I mean, I can't speak for Vinny or Nolan. I mean, I'm thinking you're nitpicking if you're calling up to complain today. But, you know, it is what it is. I'm a guy that forgot my teeth. What do I know? Let's go to uh, Rashawn in Baltimore. Rashawn, what's happening? Hey, good morning, fellas. How y'all doing? Doing all right. All right, man. Listen, when I called uh, Friday, I told y'all I wasn't concerned about uh, um, I'm not concerned about the Seahawks. Like, you know, last uh, the week before that, well, the two weeks prior, when the Lions came to uh, town, you said we did them. And everybody's talking about these top eight NFC teams, man. Like, with the Ravens, where they lost with one, I mean, well, Lamar Jackson is like one loss against the NFC since he's been in the league. Yep. 18 That's an and amazing one. record, right? That's an amazing record. A lot of people don't talk about that. They just start talking about that more in these And the one before. loss they should have won it was against the Giants last year. Yeah, up in MetLife. Yeah, I was at that game. Yep, that was a, that was a terrible loss. But um, this running back guy, man, like, man, like, that. that's why we didn't need the trade for Derrick Henry. I was all for the Derrick Henry trade. But um, running backs come a dime a dozen. And I'm just wondering now, is this the end of J.K.? Because um, if I'm the Ravens, I still want to do right by the guy. And bring them back for like a um, you know veteran minimum, and let the guy play for another contract for another team or something. You know, I don't know if he's a free agent or what, how that how that would work. But I don't see no other team giving him a, a big contract coming off that that, uh, that injury like that. No, so, he's not. Um, gonna, he's he's gonna have to prove it. He's got to. And I don't. I don't know. Maybe the Ravens will have him back. And you know, Mitchell played played one game. Yeah. You know, let's let's yeah, that, let's not in a ring of honor yet. Yep. You yeah, know. that's true. He only played one game, and um, and Gus and, is a um, free agent after the season. What about Justice Hill? Justice Hill has another year on it. They gave him a two year deal. 
a two-year deal. Yeah. yeah. You think it will bring him back, though? Because this guy got fumbling issues, though. Like, I've been well, the, the only like, time he has fumbling issues, it's him and Lamar both have their hands on the ball at the same time. Yeah, yeah. So I guess you can kind of put that on Lamar, too. Yeah, I, I don't – yeah, the, if you ask the coaches, I'm sure, you know, you could see who it, – it's like it, – it, you know what happens? There's indecision there, you know, because, like, mm-hmm. Lamar sticks it in there, and then, like, he's like, okay, and then he goes, and then Lamar's like, oh, no, I want it back. And then, and then yeah. he tried, you know, and then they drop it too many times. Yeah, you, you would think they would practice that type they of do. stuff. They do. Monk like, and talked on. about like, it. Yeah, like they got to get that together, man, with them, with them fumbling issues. That might become an issue later on. Especially well, it's been in an playoffs. issue all year. No, no doubt. And, 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 you know, yeah. And um, about that Cowboys game last night, man. man they should have won. They, play, they definitely should have won, man. Like, I can't believe with Dak, man. You know, you got to have a better football IQ than that. You got to see the, the where the sideline is. You know, when that two-point conversion play. Like, even though he played a great game, I'm not putting it on him. You know, we didn't lose because of him at all. You know, but um, they fought hard. And, man, we just had him right there, especially that fourth down play. And we were short right there when we uh mm-hmm. on the goal line, man. Like, oh, my God, we had him. I wish we had that one back. But we'll see him again in about four more weeks in, in Dallas this time. But, you know, so I'm just glad he didn't get blown out like that 49ers game. You know, they fought hard. And Dak played a king game. And, but, um. That's all I have to say about that. All right, you know, Rashawn. I think, I think my call. All right, it's Rashawn. He's uh, feeling the joy of a Ravens win and feeling the pain of a Cowboys loss as Dallas just cannot win that game. Not just against yesterday specifically, but that's always that litmus test game that you want them to win if you're a Cowboys fan, and they always just wind up a little bit short mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And, and that seemed, was another instance. Seems like night. Philly's getting pretty beat up. I mean, they're lucky they got a bye this week, Bob, because the quarterbacks beat up. Some of their D linemen are beat up. So yeah, they they need a break. I mean, Dallas still in it in regards to the wild card chase, but oh, yeah. Philly's going to probably roll now to the uh, a, a NFC Eastern Division Championship. Let's get back to the phones. Let's go to Ellicott City. It's Kevin. Kevin, happy Victory Monday. Unless you're a Maryland Happy fan, Victory. which I am. So that was kind of rough. Happy Victory Monday, Vinny and Bob, for sure, with the Ravens, bud. We uh, we we got after them dudes, of course. I think uh, spreading out the offense in a couple of the different games where we were highly successful has proven to be our best way to go. I mean, they didn't know who to guard, did they? No. <laughs> Yeah, it, they look, Seattle looked absolutely lost out there, and I enjoyed every minute of that. I uh, I threw up a hope blessing for the Terps. I believe that their coach and their athletic director, Mr. Evans, are very competitive guys. I really hope the school backs them and what it takes to truly move the needle. It's clear that we just haven't been able to do that yet down there. Well, the biggest thing the is is they need the NIL money because – when when they don't get four and five star recruits, that's Not, the problem in football. Well, he'll get a couple. Loxley, we're talking about, but not. They don't come in large numbers, if you know what I'm saying. Right. And when they do get here, Rakim, Rakim Jarrett, do they develop? That's the problem. Guys get they, worse. I mean, Stephon Diggs. Now that wasn't a Loxley thing, but he came in as a five star guy. One of us a what, fifth round draft pick, and he plays like a future Hall of Famer. So where's the offensive line? Where's the depth in the trenches? I mean, they have skill guys. We hear every year about how great the receivers are. And, 
you know, they just get killed in the interior. But they're regressing, and that, I think, Kevin, is a very serious issue right now. I mean, they've lost four in a row with each loss getting worse than the next. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, my man, you could, you know, look, when they showed kind of the length of the the field view with the camera, I mean, you could see a big indifference in our linemen. And please don't let – I'm not trying to take away what our guys have accomplished in their careers as student-athletes. It just was a major difference. And I feel for them guys, but, you know, in the end of the day, the University of Maryland and Mr. Evans and Coach Loxley had the resources to improve this program's, you know, success rate. So they're still on the hook in the right way, of course, in my humble opinion. I think them guys will be okay. I appreciate y'all's time today for sure. Hey, Bob, let me just say this. When I was at the Delaware-Penn State game, I was down on the sidelines, you know, in pregame and stuff. Their offensive linemen look like you're supposed to look like. Like Future pros? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Bob, it reminds me of, like, when I was my first year at Notre Dame, you know, we were were playing Alabama or something, and Jim Strong, a running back, he comes over to me and said, hey, see what their guys look like? We need to get guys that look like that. And I think that's what Maryland, you know, their old line. You can't get your guys from portal from the portal from where where'd they get them? Like Division Three yeah. and all this. You know, come on. It, but we're talking about five years into a no doubt uh, an era here. Yeah, I, I agree. Mean, and, I agree. And we thought and hoped that you know, and I love Maryland football, as you know. Yeah. I mean, nine, ten wins be a reality. Now to not even maybe be bowl eligible. And then it, and I'll even take the moral victory against Ohio State when they were winning in the third quarter, but then to lose to Illinois, and then to let Northwestern look like the eighty-one Chargers against you, and they've had two sellouts since two thousand nineteen, right? The Both Iowa. against Penn State. I thought the Iowa the, nah that one yeah nineteen against Penn State, and then Saturday against Penn State, and Maryland got destroyed. Yeah. On national TV, no yeah. less, and both of them. And, and Bob, the Rutgers one. Rutgers played Ohio State. The, you know, Rutgers got more yards rushing than any team has against. Ohio yeah, State. and that got a little. That game was a lot closer than the final score. Yes, because we were watching that one. Yeah, and Ohio State Harrison scored late. You know, kind of a stat, a patent of stats, and he's a brilliant player. Don't get me wrong, but that game was way closer than the final score would have indicated. But Maryland, by the way, closes. The season yep. against Rutgers there. It's Vinny and Haney, 1057 the Fan. But Maryland, their struggles are well documented. The Ravens, however, Scott Van Pelt talking them up big on ESPN this morning. They won four in a row. They're seven and two. Cincinnati did win last night. And Joe Burrow, you know, everybody loves Joe. Work, work sucks. 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 They don't. Vinny and Haney, 1057 the Fan. Eighty-one oh five seven. The fan victory Monday. Ravens thirty-seven three over the Seattle Seahawks. College basketball starts tonight. Getting some of the local matchups during the whip around. Coming up at eleven fifteen. Cordell Woodland joining us top of the hour. Final strip coming up eleven forty-five. Nate Davis is going to be joining us from USA Today around twelve thirty. And remember, before the year. He predicted every team in the North would win double-digit games. Yeah. And right now, he's looking pretty smart. 
because every team is two games over 500. Every team would be in the playoffs if it started today, which it doesn't. And they're even the Steelers, they seem like the most fraudulent, to borrow yes. a word from Q there, of the four, but who knows? They're like getting gum off your shoe. They just don't go away. Yeah, and Pickens is complaining now, Bob. Uh, like, uh, how about that? He's he uh, scrapped all his uh, social media from uh, Steelers stuff and everything. Uh, I guess he didn't get enough targets yesterday. So they they won, didn't they? I think they did. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> what do I know? All right, let's get out to the phones. Ravens win. It's all that matters. Let's see what Gary and Owings Mills has to say. <laughs> Gary, what's happening? Thanks for holding. Happy Victory Monday. Hey guys, how are you? Great. Good, good. So I just was calling about, uh, I've been telling my son's a huge Ravens fan, follows all the news. I am as well. But I was asking him every week, where is Keaton Mitchell? I remember seeing him in preseason and thought, this guy is electric. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was so happy to see him in the game and prove me right for a change. <laughs> but it was, uh, and, I, and I just got something else to say. If, if the Ravens play anywhere near like that on a more consistent basis, they're going to be hard to beat. It's going to be over anybody to beat them. They just have to be consistent. It seems like they play down to the competition. And then they get up for these, you know, what they did to Detroit and Seattle is like what they need. They need to be more consistent on a weekly basis. So, but other than that, man, what a, what a great, what a great game. And, um, you know, I couldn't be happier for Lamar. Um, that he's playing out of his mind and just he seems so in control of the game. Um, and I just got one other thing, and I talk about this all the time with the penalty, with a penalty. Hands to the face is hands to the face no matter when it is, correct? Yep. Except if you have the ball in your hand. Right. Well, you can't and grab the face that. mask. They, yeah, they, but they can punch. They can punch, and it's not a stiff arm. I don't want to hear that it's a stiff arm. They are cocking their arm and punching guys, either open hand, open hand and the face. What do you think Marlon Humphrey they, was doing two years ago? He was the best at it. He had like right, seven fumbles. Right, right, and they they do. But anybody, so he's like, talking about hands to the face, stiff arm. I'm talking about hands to the face when you you these guys are the running backs are running the ball or the wide receivers running the ball, and he literally is looking to hit the guy in the face, which to me and in, in my world, hands to the face is hands to the face, no matter when it is. If you have the ball in your hands, you're allowed to be a criminal. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, so it just doesn't – it seems like hypocritical for the NFL not to call that a penalty. I can see them putting their hand in the guy's chest when they're running, but not purposely going for their face. Well, thank you, Gary, who's against uh, stiff arms to the face, apparently. But you can't grab the face mask as an no, offensive right. guy either Yeah, to try to gain an advantage. Yeah, and, you know, I mean, the if you're going to stiff arm, you know – well, what you always used to do was like get your hand on a face mask and push it up because then his arms all of a sudden, where did you know his arms disappear? Let's go to Reister's Town. It's Kai. Kai, what's happening? What's up, my guys? My guys, I love the win. I love the win. Hey, Haney, we won one, uh, three weeks away from the fight, man. Your nephew, uh, fighting that boy, Pre- uh, Pregress. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I think uh, my nephew's going to emerge victorious here, but we'll talk about it in a couple of weeks. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Vinny, I, I, man, listen, that's smothering defense. I'm just so happy that we have Geno Stone. I don't know how long he's going to be around when he's, he's, you know, catching interceptions like that. He played with great instincts, man. Yeah. I like him. Matty BK, he's another one that's probably going to cash out. Uh, just great push. He can tackle. He just, I, I just like his energy, man. 
eight minutes into the second quarter, Vinny, I was wondering where is Zay Flowers? I, I, don't, I don't think we can, uh, you know, move it forward into the playoffs. We, they got to incorporate Zay down the field. Just get him some catches, man. He had one catch. It just felt like he wasn't involved in the game. I mean, the offensive line, Benny, that left guard, whenever we run, run on that left side behind Stanley and that left, I don't know, I think, I think I don't know the left guard name. Simpson. Man, he was firing off the ball. When I say on, in a run game, firing off the ball, you can see the smoke in his heels. He was pushing a linebacker and a safety back. So I, I was watching him up closely. Of course, Lamar got it. We got to get right with the fumbles and everything. I think we will clean that up. Malik Harrison. He can't. I, I like Malik, but man, he he always slide down the guy. He got to make the tackle, Malik. I mean, he could have had two tackles for loss, and he was doing that like last year. Al Punter, yes, I, I agree with you guys. Stout, and I called early. He's a weapon, Benny. He flips the field, man, almost every punt. And uh, that that he was on the one yard line to, to punt that ball on the other side of the thirty from the one yard line is mm-hmm. special. That's a special leg. So that he's a weapon to me. And I want to get you guys' opinion. Is Kyle Hamilton a playmaker and at his position? Because I know we drafted him to play, you know, a, a, a safety, the strong, you know, the strong safety back there. But it seems like he's playing a third linebacker position. Hey, Benny, would you would you sign Kyle Hamilton to a long term contract, being as being, you know, he's not playing his natural position, or would you like? I mean, how would you do to Kyle Hamilton? Because I like Kyle Hamilton. I just feel like he's not playing that right position. He's playing like a third linebacker to me. It's not he didn't draft him to play that position. You know uh, what I mean? Arizona he played he right, played guys, mostly thanks. safety, but let me just say this. Kyle Hamilton, you know, a new contract is probably the least thing in Eric DaCosta's mind right now. I mean you got Matabike, you got uh Queen Queen, you know, so there's a lot of guys that he's got to worry about right now. And the thing about it is there's nothing he can do right now. And by the way, Kyle Hamilton defensively is like the least of the Ravens' worries, yeah. too. Whatever they're doing with him is working really, oh, really well. pick six yesterday, hey, too. Well, you can't have it all. Yeah. Vinny at Haney, 105.7. The fan, you want to get in, you can at Fortep, 583-1057. Victory Monday. Terps, they're not losing. I mean, they're not winning. They're talking about their four straight loss. You want to get into that? You can. Uh, Orioles get shut out of the gold glove stuff in Major League Baseball, even though they have three finalists. For the award, Maryland basketball starts tomorrow against Mount St. Mary's. A lot of local teams in action today, by the way, men in college hoops. We'll break down some of those coming up during the whip around. But Cordell Woodland's going to be joining us next. Ravens, 7-2. They won four in a row. Cleveland coming to town next with Deshaun Watson. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.